Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Factory orders for big-ticket manufactured goods tumbled in September. The Commerce Department says orders for durable goods dropped 1.1% in September. Orders in a category that serves as a proxy for business investment spending dipped 0.5% following a 0.6% decline in July. The declines underscored the troubles manufacturing is having in the face of a global slowdown and trade war uncertainty. Correspondent Jeremy House also says a closely watched category that tracks business investment fell for a second month. Republicans in Congress continue to criticize the Democrats' handling of the impeachment investigation into President Trump's dealings with Ukraine. Yesterday, about two dozen GOP House members stormed into a closed-door deposition with a Pentagon official Democrats deny that Republicans are being treated unfairly. This is SRN News. Are you a member of our rewards program? Yeah, I had the card here somewhere. We've all been there, rustling around for that rewards card you can't find. At Wellness Radio 1570, we've simplified the process. All of the perks, none of the hassle. It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Coming up, Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio here on Wellness 1570, a live edition of the program, and your participation is always welcome. Your forecast then for today, uh, we'll see partly cloudy skies and low 40s, mostly clear, a chilly 30 overnight tonight warms up a little bit friday with sunshine and around 50 saturday looking good with sunshine and mid 50s thanks for being with us here on wellness 1570 are you a member of our rewards program yeah i had the card here somewhere we've all been there rustling around for that rewards card you can't find at wellness radio 1570 we've simplified the process all of the perks none of the hassle It's the Wellness 1570 Fan Club, where you'll get early access to tickets for our events, exclusive content, prizes, and more. To sign up, visit TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, Mm -hmm. phones, Mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. (laughs) Your weight is up. (laughs) You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds Mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. I loved playing high school sports. I loved the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, all the pageantry. And I wanted to keep playing. But I graduated. No colleges called and neither did the pros. So, to stay close to the game I loved, 
I decided to become a high school official. You know, a referee. When I played high school sports, I learned the importance of integrity, good sportsmanship, and respect for the rules. Now as a high school official, I get to help model these same values to others. Maybe the colleges and the pros didn't call, but the kids in Minnesota did. And now, I'm enjoying the competition, the camaraderie, the bands, the crowds, and all the pageantry of high school sports all over again. Interested in becoming a licensed high school official? Go to highschoolofficials.com to learn more and begin the application process. If you could build the world's greatest radio station, where would you start? We'd begin by creating a live station that's able to provide breaking news updates. Then we'd install some of today's top political voices behind the mic. Finally, we'd craft a convenient way to listen with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not a work in progress. It's on the air now. AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Online at am1280thepatriot.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. It's a great day to be alive. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host. Your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to be talking about the willingness to believe. You know, ladies and gentlemen, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And uh, there are a lot of people out there that wonder why I take what I do so serious. Uh, be, it's because of my beliefs. See, I believe that planes crash and people die. I believe that uh, life is short. That we're just a, a a vapor in the wind, as the song says. We're just dust in the wind. Uh, the Bible says we're here today and gone tomorrow. That's what it says, and I believe that with all my heart. And uh, unfortunately, uh, today I was reminded of that again. Uh, one of my favorite artists, uh, Toby Mac, uh, his oldest child has died suddenly. Uh, I just saw this on the news from the Nashville uh, newspaper. Uh, said there's few details about the death were released immediately, but his name is Truett Foster McKeon. Uh, 21 was an aspiring rapper who released songs and videos uh, online as Truett Foster, True Dog, True, and Shiloh. Uh, quote, Truett did uh, pass away at home in the Nashville area sometime Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, the rep said in a statement. Uh, but cause of death has not been determined. Toby is traveling back from Canada and did not get home to be with his family until after midnight last night, so there's no statement. And, of course, they want everyone just to be respectful. Uh, just uh, stunning. Uh, man, I, uh, I've followed Toby Mac uh, since uh, uh, Jesus Freaks. Uh, what is it? Not Newsboys. Uh, I can't forget who it was. But, uh, man, I loved uh, Toby Mac. And I'm old school. So, Carmen. Carmen is one of my favorite artists of all time, and, and Carmen uh, really opened the door for a lot of people uh, like Toby Mac. And uh, just, uh, man, I look on the outside, and here's a, a gentleman, Toby Mac, who has it all. I mean, he has an incredible family, uh, is incredibly gifted, 
uh, gets to do things with people I would love to do things with, do music and hang out with people who love the Lord. Uh, 21-year-old son and uh, gone. And uh, if you listen to his song, I think it's called Scars. He talks about a little bit of trouble that he had with his son, a little bit of relationship. And boy, if you're a dad or a mom, you know that, right? The most guilt-ridden thing I've ever done in my life. You know what it is? Being a parent. (laughs) It definitely is. But, you know, I take what I do very seriously, very seriously, because life is short. Planes crash and people die. And if you're a child of God, you realize that God's wrapping this puppy up, that he's getting ready soon to pull his church out of here. Because things are getting too crazy. But today on Like It Matters Radio, uh, we're going to be joined by a couple of hopeful guests, some of our recent graduates uh, of Team 108. And I'm a firm believer um, uh, to know how our mind works. You know, our mind runs the ship. You know, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. Uh, majority of our lives are spelt at the unconscious level. And, and our unconscious brain, our unconscious mind, technically runs the ship. If we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously, then a majority of our experience on this planet is at the unconscious level. As a matter of fact, there are four levels of learning in uh, studying neurolinguistic programming. There are four levels of learning. The beginning level of learning is unconscious incompetence, where you don't know what you don't know. That's the beginning of learning, though. It's the first stage. Second stage is now you're aware. So you become consciously incompetent. Now you're aware uh, that you don't know. But you want to know. And so you get good at something, you start studying, you start paying attention, and you hit a level called conscious competence, where you know what you know. And after you've done it for a long period of time, over and over and over, and the basal ganglia has set up the pattern in place, then you get to this level called mastery, where it's called unconscious competence, where you don't know what you know. You're so good at something that you're not consciously aware of why you're so good at it. That's why, you know, not everybody that can do something great can teach. Because a lot of things that someone might be doing might be at the unconscious competence level. And if you don't know what you're doing, how can you duplicate what you're doing? If you don't consciously know what you're doing, how can you teach other people how to do it? And really one of the easiest ways to get this concept uh, is to teach a 15-year-old kid how to drive. Yeah, parents, you'll get what I'm talking about. Because all the things we do without consciously thinking about it, because we've been doing it for 30, 40, 50 years, all in a, a nanosecond, now you got to break down, you got to separate, and you got to teach someone else all the things you do in the span of a second and a half to teach someone else. And that's why you cannot teach from the fourth level learning. You cannot teach from unconscious competence. Because if you don't know what you're doing, why it works, how can you teach someone else You can only teach from the level of conscious competence. But one thing I learned studying the the brain and studying the unconscious mind is that uh, we act as if. And that's why our beliefs are so important. See, I I truly believe that change starts with desire. you got to want it, create it, live it. Without desire, don't even approach the throne of your goals. But we also must be willing to believe. Because everything we do or do not do begins with a belief. If Think about this. If someone says they love you, but you don't believe they love you, are you loved? Well, the answer has to be no. Because you'll act as if you're not, and then they'll move on, right? 
Think about this. Would you give your life for a lie? I mean, I know it sounds like a weird question, but would you give your life for a lie? Nope. Let's be honest again. Most people wouldn't give their life for the truth. We look at the martyrs, right? That's one of the reasons we're really a selling point to me of following Jesus Christ. I mean, the first, uh, uh, the first leader of the Jerusalem church, uh, people don't know this, was James, Jesus' brother. Why does that matter? Because a little early in the book, if you read the Gospels, Jesus was in someone's house telling people that he was God, basically, and people thinking he's nuts, and someone went out and said, you better go get Mary, go get his brother, James, uh, man, because Jesus is crazy. And so Jesus and, uh, I mean, James and Mary are outside the door, knocking on the door, and said, we're here to get Jesus, and someone comes into him and says, hey, God, I'm paraphrasing, your mother and your brother are outside, they want to mock him. And what did Jesus say? Who is my mother? Who is my brother? But he or she who does the will of my father, that is my mother. That is my brother. See, James early on thought he was crazy. But then James had a change in his blood. So much so that he became the leader of the church in Jerusalem. And uh, it cost him his head. I mean, would you be willing to die for a lie? Nope. But after Christ died and rose, Boy, those 12 uh, disciples, those 12 apostles, they rose up and they did things we can't even imagine. Why? What happened was the change in their belief system. And today we're going to be talking with a couple of people who went through leadership uh, adventure over the weekend. They went through awakening. And why am I having them join us? Because I want you to know the power of belief. Because I don't care how good your life is or how much it's struggling right now, you can change it. You know, I'm getting ready to go out to class today. We have a class uh, here in Dallas-Fort Worth, a small class of six. But we'll go out there, and the battle I will do early on, they will battle me, not physically, but mentally. But the battle is going to be with their belief system. Do they believe that what I'm asking them to do, will it benefit them? And the first big shift will take place in my class when they start believing. When they start acting as if, when they start believing that this class can have a benefit for them, when they start believing that there's opportunity for more, when they start believing that they can change, when they start believing, see, it all has to start with a belief because we act as if. If we're told all our life that we're a loser, we're going to act as if we're a loser. If we're told all our life that we bring no value, we're going to act like we bring no value. And so it all starts with a belief. And today, I'm asking you to consider the question, are you willing to believe? So we'll be back in three minutes with some recent guests, uh, recent graduates joining us as guests on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Hear what this human resource manager says about the impact of Leadership Awakening on her life. With uh, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, it changed my culture to say, okay, I have to set the example. I know I am the manager, but sometimes I have failed up until now to really deliver my word. So those things change the very first day I came back. And it's just absolutely fascinating. So of course they are looking at me like, what happened to you? And on a personal point of view, so many things have happened since I got home 
It's almost a miracle. It's not almost. It is a miracle. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Students come to Online Trading Academy for many reasons. Some love their jobs but don't make enough money to live the life they dream about. Some aren't happy with their job and hope for something better. And others invest and trade but just need a better path to improve their returns. We even have students who have never invested or traded before. And they might not even know a stock from a rock but dream of having extra income. There are better income opportunities than trading your time for money. It's time to learn those skills. Join us at Online Trading Academy so we can show you the path to your financial freedom. Attend a free investing class near you. Call now, 952-814-4410. Again, 952-814-4410 or go to learnwithota.com. Again, learnwithota.com. Online Trading Academy Radio. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're considering the question, are you willing to believe? Because our belief systems dictate everything else. But it is the frame that we see everything else through. Remember, frames give meanings to experience, to words, to, to life. Uh, our frames change our internal representations. The meaning of any experience in life depends upon the frame we put around it. Matter of fact, I say this all the time, nothing in the world has any meaning except the meaning we give it. How we feel about something and what we do in the world are dependent upon our perception of it. So we perceive something as a liability. We perceive something as not possible. Uh, that's the message we deliver to the brain. Then the brain produces states that make it the reality. So if we change our point of view by looking at the situation of opportunity, if we change our belief saying something is possible, we can change the way we respond to situations like this. And so what I want to do is have a couple of people who just went through my training join us so we can talk about uh, the beliefs and when change our beliefs, how everything else changes. So let's go ahead and go to the phone lines and let's go to line number two. Nick, welcome to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Nick? I'm doing great. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. Is it a great day to be alive? 
Absolutely, it is. <laughs> and that great belief system to start with, uh, every day above ground uh, is a great day That's to right. be alive. So uh, how was your weekend? You went through leadership adventure. How, how's your weekend? How'd your weekend go? Man, my weekend, it was, it was great. It was great. You know, the, the, the adventure, it, it cleared my mind. You know, there, you have so much baggage that you're bringing along in your mind, and just being able to throw that away, it has cleared my mind so I can focus on the stuff I need to focus on. It, it's just been a fantastic experience. Uh, it's incredible. And, you know, molded fiberglass, and you guys are what, out of, a, what is it, Ashleyville? Is that North Carolina? Morganton. Morganton, Morganton. North Carolina. Morganton, North Carolina. Uh, and what do you guys do? You guys make uh, molded fiberglass, I take it, right? <laughs> That's correct. Correct. Hence the name, Molded Fiberglass Group, right? So, uh, and, you know, Alan Fincham did this right. He uh, He's a graduate of our training from years ago at Maytag out of Iowa. And so he had the 12 of you, his core leaders, uh, go through Leadership Awakening first a few months back. And then he lined you all up to go through Leadership Adventure. Let me ask you, what do you think is the biggest difference uh, that you experienced from Leadership Awakening to Leadership Adventure? What do you think the biggest difference was? The biggest difference in the classes themselves? Or yeah, in, that, or you, that you experienced life? from them, yeah. The, the biggest difference is, uh, you know, the, the adventure part working working as a, as a team. And, and I tell you, Scott, before – before this adventure, when I got here, you know, you're kind of the outsider. People are feeling you out or whatnot. The, the teamwork, it was there, but not to the extent it is now. You know, we're listening to each other, working as a team to accomplish the goal instead of, if you want to say, driving a truck over each other kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's been a huge difference. After awakening, boy, it was a different atmosphere here at work. People were fired up. They wanted to, you know, do a good job. They wanted to just get stuff done. And it's it's changed our whole system here for the better. Wow. It's, been fantastic. it's probably got to be a lot of buzz this week, huh? A lot of buzz with the 12 of you back from Adventure now. It's got to be a lot of buzz, huh? Absolutely. There's a lot of three yeses going on with hands in the air. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, and, and what I wanted to, and I kind of set you up with this question because I already had an answer. Uh, can I suggest that the biggest difference uh, between leadership awakening and leadership adventure, at least going into it, was your BS, was your belief system? I mean, let's be honest. Absolutely. When you went to leadership uh, awakening, you knew very little about the class, correct? Correct. Yeah, you were just told you're going to do this, uh, and it's shock and awe, right? I mean, it's it's intense, Correct. Absolutely, it is. And so, going into it, you had to be wondering, what's this all about? Wow, is this gonna, how's this going to help me? I mean, what is all that? What does giving a speech have to do with this? What does projection have to do with this? What is running around in this door? Right? I mean, a lot of questions. What does this have to do with leadership? Correct. Correct. Yeah, and, and your your ability to buy in, even though you you were going to trust Alan, all that, your ability to buy into some of the strange things we were doing, it, it was a challenge early on. Correct? It is. It is. Yep. But then a shift took place in leadership awakening. Uh, usually, sometime on Friday, maybe Friday afternoon, Friday evening, and all of a sudden, a shift took place where you started believing in in what I was selling. Correct? Absolutely. And then Friday night's phenomenal leadership event, uh, leadership awakening. Correct? 
life-changing. Yes. Yeah, it is. I love Friday night in Leadership Awakening. And then Saturday morning, you get a chance to put the test and, okay, what have you learned and what are you going to do about it? And, and by then, the belief system's shifting and changing, and now you're going from mountaintop to mountaintop. But let's be honest, the first half of the class, there was a lot of doubt, a lot of skepticism, a lot of struggling with believing what I was selling, correct? I did it myself, yes. Yep. <laughs> and this, to me, is the biggest difference. When you came into Leadership Adventure, you had a whole different BS. You have now had success with me, something that was strange, that worked out incredibly well. And so do you think that you went into Leadership Adventure with a different belief system than Leadership Awakening? Uh, absolutely, I did, and, and definitely a, a different mindset to it Yep, altogether. So the, the mindset when you went to- of, of let's do this and yep. yep. Yeah, but and you had already had six people that came back from adventure, and lives were changed. You saw that when they came back from adventure, correct? Yes. So, so when you went to adventure this time, what was your mindset? What did you go? What What did you go in thinking, believing, wanting? I honestly, I didn't know what to expect, but from taking the awakening, you knew what might go on. So it was. I, I, I was going into it with I'm going to let more of this baggage go in my mind and just improve, make me a better me through this class. And you actually shared that the first night in class. Yep, correct. Yep. Correct. And then that first night, the last thing we do in Leadership Adventures, we actually have you take a look at your belief systems in a strange way. We actually did something called the Triangle of Truth. You remember that? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Uh, And I had you consider the best version of yourself, and what did that look like, what did that sound like, what did that feel like? And then we asked you the simple question, so what do you think's holding you back from that? And you identified three things, right? Correct, I did. And those are three things that you now know, but at the time you believed, were things that were keeping you from being the father, the husband, the child of God, the leader that you want to be, correct? Absolutely. And uh, you embrace those, you challenge those. Uh, and But think about this, Nick. Those were all belief systems. Do you see that now? They're all right. belief systems. Yep, I do. And those belief systems have been altered, haven't they? They have. It's. it's I, I have changed that belief system, the, the three things I wrote down, for the better since I got back to North Carolina. And it's just inching me closer to be the best me I can be. Yep. And now that you have a new set of beliefs, what's different? What have you noticed about yourself this week since you've been back, Nick? A lot more confidence. A lot more confidence at work and uh, a better home life. By better, what do you mean better? What, what, what have you noticed different? What's making it better? What are you doing differently that's making it better? I am not going home and sitting on, getting home right away and sitting on the couch and zoned out. It's the discussions at home. It's getting stuff done at home. One, one, of, one of the things I wrote down was the lack of sense of urgency, right? And I'm not pushing stuff off. If something comes up, I'm getting it done. I'm getting it done right now. My belief system before was to push it off until I get time. Well, the time, no better time than right now to get it done. Yep. So I'm just doing it as it comes up. 
And because it was fed, it was fed by another belief system that you need to be tired and lazy because you work so hard at work, work so hard at work. What about yeah. me? And then you go home and the belief system, oh, I just, I'm so tired, so worn out that I just need to veg. That was your old belief system, correct? Absolutely. And now it's a totally different belief system when you go home, correct? It is. It is. Absolutely. I, my, my, I can tell you that my wife sees a different. The different me. Ah, uh, that's cool. Matter of fact, I heard uh, who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody. And he's uh, he was saying I think it was uh, McFalls, Jeremy. He said that you're working on, and so is he on getting your wife's in that class that we're doing in North Carolina. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Absolutely. We're we're talking to him to to take the class. We're talking him into it. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, boy, when that, what that's going to do when she goes through, it's going to reinforce what you've been through. It's going to reinforce your belief system. It's going to be an emotional deposit in your positive bank account. Uh, and, and that's a great thing. And a huge thing that's changed in both of your classes is your belief system about walking with God, too, correct? Yes, yes, it did. And it's, uh, it's not a religious class. We don't do religion. Uh, but uh, we deal with a whole person. We deal with the physical person, the mental person, the emotional person, the spiritual person, the work person, the home person, right? I mean, we deal with the person in, in its entirety, correct? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, your belief system about who you are and your relationship with God has been altered forever. And, and what difference has that made? Oh, it's made a huge difference in our life. Huge difference. You see yourself responding to people differently. You see yourself treating your kids and your wife differently. You see it showing up in many different aspects. Yep. Perfectly said. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Nick, uh, I just want to thank you so much. You're a good man. Uh, you're a powerful leader. You were a great leader before you got to my class. Uh, and this is about taking it to the next level. Iron sharpens iron. And you've definitely been sharpened. I'm honored to call you friend, to call you graduate. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing you a couple weeks when we get up to North Carolina. Okay, my friend? It's fantastic. Thank you, sir. All right, buddy. Have a great day. You too. See, ladies and gentlemen, everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. The reason you listen to this radio show, the reason you not don't listen to the radio show, the reason why some of you will go to my class, and the reason why some of you will never go to my class, it has nothing to do with anything else but a bunch of BS, and that is our belief system. And the question I have for you today, are you willing to believe that you can be more, do more, become more? I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours and it'll change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening classes in Minneapolis, November 21st through the 23rd. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on schedule. Leadership Awakening where 48 hours will change your life. Proud life across America, the billboard blue. 
How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb, not just after birth, but nine months before. At conception. That's right, every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keyword pro life. Pro Life Across America is non political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Raleigh, North Carolina, November 7th to the 9th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about Are You Willing to Believe? Uh, And we were going to have another guest join us, but she just lost power. So we dropped her, and um, Nicole, if you get a chance to call in, 651-289-4466, We would love to hear from you. But I want to talk about this whole thing about belief systems. See, beliefs drive everything we do, and people miss that so much. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. You know, as I study people and I study communication, one thing I learned a long time ago is nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. And our BS, our belief system, is the constructor of that map. It actually becomes the map. Now, the map is not the territory. You know, I could pull out a, a, out of my black bag a, a map of the state of Texas. And it'd probably fold down on my desk and probably be about, you know, three foot long, three foot wide. And it'll show me all the different parts of Texas, roads, highways, all that. That's the map. Don't you get it? That's the map of Texas. It's not Texas. Matter of fact, when I drive to Sacramento, we leave North Texas, Tarrant County, and we drive to the West Coast, uh, and it is over six hours. And I'm not at the end of the Texas. I'm somewhere kind of in the middle, uh, upper middle, if you will. And still, it takes me over six hours, six hours, to drive through that small portion of Texas that I'm in. 
man, in six hours after that, I can be in two or three other states. You got my point? That map that I have laid out on my desk is just a map. It's not the territory. It's just a picture. It's a microcosm. It's a snapshot. Uh, It's a shadow of Texas. And see, that's the same way with our beliefs. You know, no one responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality, what we believe to be true. And then we act as if, see, this is what we do. This is how our unconscious mind works. We're as if creatures. That's why we got to be very careful about what we attach to identity. Remember, Dr. Robert Diltz talks about the neurological levels of change. The six levels of change at the very bottom is environment. You can change your environment. It doesn't change who you are. You can take an alcoholic out of a bar. They're still an alcoholic. Right above that is behavior. And again, you can change what you're doing at any given moment. It doesn't change who you are. Right? I could cheat on my wife and then stop cheating on my wife uh, for a little while. But it doesn't change the character who I am. Now, a long period of time, I make a decision. I believe that it's no longer uh, uh, acceptable to cheat on my wife. I do. Now I start changing my BS and all that. Now it starts changing who I am. But you see, there's environment. And there's behavior. There's capabilities. You know, I can learn a task tomorrow day. It doesn't really change who I am. Do you see what I'm saying? But it's the one above that belief systems that once you start dealing with belief systems, and you start changing your BS, your values, your beliefs of who you are, why you're here. And that's why I'm constantly asking those questions. Who are you? Why are you here? What do you want? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? What difference did it make? Why do you get up each day, do what you do, go home at night, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again? I hit those all the time, and they're called existential beliefs. Existential. It deals with your existence, your reason for being. And that's where, when you understand logotherapy, we have a will to meaning. Right, Dr. Viktor Frankl says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your belief. Remember with transactional analysis, Dr. Eric Burns' work, he shows us that there's a stimulus and a response. Now, the stimulus does not, does not, N-O-T, does not dictate the response. A lot of people think it does. No, it doesn't. What happens is our mind is six times faster than we can talk. And so what usually happens is our beliefs start to play. So someone says something or does something, and then we go to our three channels. The visual channel, we see something. The auditory channel, we say something or hear something. Or the kinesthetic channel, we feel something either tactilely or emotionally. But I believe that what we're doing in those three channels is really dictated by our beliefs. The beliefs we have about what another person is or who they are, why they're saying what they're saying, the beliefs about who we are, the beliefs about our past, the beliefs about our relationship with this person, the beliefs about culture and society, our beliefs about God, right? 
I mean, think about this. When Jesus Christ was crucified, he said seven things on the cross. And the first thing he said was, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Don't you get it? His beliefs dictated how he responded to what was being done to him. That he was there to do the Father's business. And even the Garden of Gethsemane, right before that, he, he, his soul was unto death. He said, if there's any other way, Father, well, any other way to do what? Any other way to redeem man. If there's any other way, I'd rather not do this. But not my will, but your will be done. And God the Father said, there is no other way. To the cross we go. See, It is our belief systems after the stimulus, before the response. It is our BS that kicks in. It is our BS that truly dictates and decides what we do, how we do it. And so if you really want to change your world, my friend, you must change your BS. I mean, let's be honest. What's different about America today than 30 years ago? is what we believe. What we believe about America's role in the world, what we believe about God, what we believe about life, what we believe about the Founding Fathers, what we believe about God. I mean, if you notice, check the stats. America is becoming less and less of a Christian nation. But I'm going to suggest I don't really believe we're becoming less and less of a Christian nation. I really believe that there's a separation going on. Those who really believe from those who kind of half-heartedly believe. We used to call them all Christians. But now, the ones that didn't really believe or never really thought it out or never got a reason to believe or why they believe what they believe... Now they're just falling by the wayside. The same reason I some people get divorced and some people don't. It's because of the belief system. There are people that believe that's one man, one woman for eternity. And so no matter what, because they made a commitment to God, they're going to stay married. Other people think they're here to be happy. And so if that person doesn't make me happy, if my heart doesn't flutter when I look at them or they speak to me, then I must have fallen out of love. And so next, go find someone else to have that amorous feeling. Go someone else to share our our quiet time behind closed doors. Find someone else to get those butterflies, that warm, fuzzy feeling. Because to a lot of people, they believe that when the feelings go away, there is no love. Don't you see? I keep saying this over and over, that love is a verb. Right? For God so loved the world, he did something about it. For you so love your spouse, you do something about it. For I so love my kids, I do something about it. For I, don't you see? It's all driven by a belief system. In the last segment, we had Nick join us. And we talked about this process called the triangle of truth. Where I have people consider the best possible version of themselves. I want them to see it. I want them to hear it. I want them to feel it. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Why? Because those are things we call real. And then once they got a picture of how that best possible version of themselves shows up, 
how they speak to people, how they handle objections, how they overcome situations, how they deal with meetings, how they deal with family. Once we have them have that clear vision, what that person, that version of them looks like, sounds like, feels like, then we ask the question, so what's holding you back? So what's holding you back from being that person? If you had to pick some things that were holding you back from being that best possible version of yourself, what would they be? And then what I have them do is I have them do this. I said, imagine that you're going on a trip for a year. And I'm going to fill in for you. And I'm going to look like you. I'm going to put on a costume that makes me look like you and sound like you. I just need to know how you do what you do. And so they take those three things that are keeping them from being the best possible version of themselves. And I have them play out. How do you do it? What do you say to yourself that makes it justified to do that? How do you set it up? What are you thinking? What are you believing? And as they lay out those things, they realize that it's a belief system. And the reason they're showing up the way they're showing is because what they believe. And then I have them become their own defense attorney. And I have them challenge those beliefs to defend themselves. Because, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes we've got to become our own defense attorney. Because if we don't challenge the lies in our head, if we don't challenge the old beliefs, a majority of our map of reality, this core value of our beliefs has been in place since we are six years old. And you or I are no longer that six-year-old, and yet those underlying programs are still running the ship. we got to change what we believe if we want to change how we're showing up. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm asking you, are you willing to believe? We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. 
Hi, this is Tim. And this is Lee. And we're the Kingdom Builders. You've often heard us talk about our theme verse, Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, work heartily, as for the Lord and not for men. We want to be as perfect as possible, but we realize nobody's perfect all the time. For example, we just did a roof for a lovely family here in the Twin Cities area and asked him how things went, and he said, the crew was uh, kind enough to move my barbecue grill off of the deck when we were doing the tear-off so we wouldn't get debris down on his barbecue grill. After the roof was complete, they put my barbecue grill back on the deck, but they got the grill backwards. The knobs were on the wrong side. (laughs) And I had to remind him, hey, Mark, we're not great barbecue grillers. We're just great roofers. We can't guarantee we're going to get your grill in the exact same position on the deck when we're finished, but we can guarantee the workmanship that we do on your roof for the life of the products. If you'd like a no-obligation estimate or evaluation on your roof or gutters, please give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. You can call me Mr. Black. And today, we're talking about the our willingness to believe. Uh, what we believe dictates so much. And if you missed any of this radio show, I believe that you need to listen to the whole thing. So please, uh, this is not one of those things you just tune in and then tune out. You need to listen to the whole 48 minutes of content. One hour of power. That's what we call it, the hour of power. And so go to likeitmattersradio.com. Block off an hour. You deserve it. You're worth it. Uh, To listen to the entire show, likeitmattersradio.com. Hit the Listen Now button. You can listen to this show and many other archived messages. If you live in the beautiful Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul, love that uh, area, uh, this is where our show emanates from. So you can go to your terrestrial dial, just go to your car dial, or you got a radio at home, just turn it to the AM dial 1570 twice a day, Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time, and replay at 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And because of our affiliation, and by the way, you can live stream with them at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Um, because of our affiliation, you can go to iHeartRadio and you can query Wellness Radio 1570. Uh, and whether you're in Sao Paulo, Brazil, hey, Nivaldo and uh, team, uh, we're listening to all over in Russia, in China. Hey, Kevin, in China, we got listeners I hear from on a regular basis. We got people in the Middle East. Uh, it's phenomenal. And they listen through the app iHeartRadio, but also they could be listening through uh, iTunes iTunes, you can subscribe to Like It Matters Radio. And if you do Facebook, still go to facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. You know, during his reign, King Frederick, Frederick William III of Prussia found himself in trouble. Wars had been costly, and in wanting to build his nation, he was seriously short of finances. He couldn't disappoint his people, and to capitulate to the enemy was unthinkable. After careful reflection, he decided to ask the women of Prussia to bring their jewelry of gold and silver to be melted down for their country. For each ornament received, he determined to exchange a decoration of bronze or iron as a symbol of his gratitude. On each decoration would be inscribed, I gave gold for iron, 1813. The response was overwhelming. Even more importantly, these women prized their gifts from the king more highly than their former jewelry. The reason, of course, is clear. The decorations were proof that they had sacrificed for their king. Indeed, it it became unfashionable to wear jewelry at that point, and thus was established the order of the Iron Cross. Members wore no ornaments except a cross of iron for all to see. 
These women were more willing to sacrifice what they had for their king. See, we all know that gold and silver is precious metal. It's called precious metal. It's rare. There's a value to it. And, of course, iron, not so precious. Bronze, not so precious. But what was different with these women was their belief. Their belief about what was more important. Their belief about who they were. Their belief about the value of their king. Their belief about what they stood for. Their belief. Now take away the war. Take away all the other stuff. And I bet you most of them wouldn't believe that their king needed this their jewelry. Most of them wouldn't believe that they should do this. This is what you got to understand. This is how your brain works. I truly believe that we are a threefold creature. God created us threefold. We have mind, we have body, and we have spirit. And our spirit and our mind reside in our body. And yet most people don't know how that thing works. You know, I always joke around. I work with a lot of construction workers, a lot of construction teams. And I love construction equipment, love to drive around on a bobcat. A friend of mine, Lauren Johnson, used to be involved in the bobcat uh, rodeo. And they would use their bobcats, they'd do all kinds of rodeo stuff, and they'd get awards. No one ever lets me get on a bobcat, because usually they're at job sites. And I don't know how to run a bobcat. Got my point? Because I don't know how to run it, I would do damage to the vehicle, to the job site. And so don't let me get in it. And see, you are not that body. As you look in the mirror, that's not you. That's your vehicle. That's your tent. That's your tabernacle. That's your temporary dwelling place. The eyes are the window to the soul. And so if you truly want to see yourself, you've got to look yourself in the eye. That body's going to be worm food someday. You'll be somewhere else where eternal creatures. You'll either be with God or separate from God. Paul says, absent the bodies, be present with Christ. And so what you got to realize is that you're, you occupy a machine. You occupy a vehicle. You would never, I would never let my four-year-old son, Benaiah, drive my car. He wants to. He thinks he can. But he doesn't know how he would kill someone. He'd hurt somebody. He doesn't know how to run it. Well, we occupy a machine that most people don't know how to run. It's called the human body. It's a carbon-based vehicle. And I teach you, and really, your brain, your mind runs the whole ship. It runs the whole thing. And I got this from uh, Richard Restack, MD, neuroscientist, from the book uh, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot. He said, throughout our lives, the brain retains a high degree of plasticity. It changes in response to experience. If the experiences are rich and varied, the brain will develop a greater number of nerve-self connections. If the experiences are dull and infrequent, the connections will either never form or die off. I create these incredible experiences, rich and varied, where you're emotionally challenged, highs and lows. You get about a couple years of life in two and a half days. That's why it sticks with people. That's why 20 years later, I got people still that seek me out to say, I've never forgotten your training. You changed my life. See, it's important to remember that our brain holds the key to everything we will ever accomplish. Indeed, the brain is the gateway for all our sensations and the weaver of all of our experiences. And while most of us are convinced that exercise increases our physical well-being, 
it's less commonly appreciated that the brain also must be exercised. It's a dynamic structure that improves with use and challenge. In essence, you can achieve more of the things that you desire by enhancing your brain's cognitive functioning. That's why we're called to learn as much as possible how our brain works. This is one of the most important factors in getting smart and staying smart. I mean, you can reduce your chances that you'll develop Alzheimer's disease or other forms of dementia if you think of education as a lifelong project. That's what I do. I'm a teacher. And this radio show is meant to teach you how you work. Remember, three values, inspiration, education, and application. And it works well on its own, but if you really want to get the most out of this radio show, you've got to go to likeitmatters.net. Go to class. I'll be in uh, Dallas this weekend. I have a class starting tonight. And then November 7th, we're in Raleigh, North Carolina. Small class, got lots of room. And then November 21st, our last uh, class of the year, uh, is in Minneapolis. And you're going to learn a lot by how you work. You're going to learn about your mind, your brain, and your body, how it works together, how you create experience, how your brain processes. And if you're going to make any lasting change, you must do it the way your unconscious brain works because it controls everything. We're called to be lifelong learners, to remain curious, inquisitive about people, about events, about ourselves. And by taking active efforts to remain mentally agile, you increase both your chance of growing new nerve cells and the likelihood that your brain will maintain and increase its nerve cell connections and circuits. What good is it to be on this planet for 100 years if you're not able to enjoy it, if you're not able to process it, if you're not able to serve and, and do great things? See, we all experience physical and psychological responses to the thoughts, words, and behaviors of ourselves and others. you got to realize that to think is to create. And we're thinking creatures. And so how do you create experience? How do you, how does your belief systems drive you? And I'm going to suggest that right now that our house of cards is built upon our beliefs. And the reason why a lot of people aren't getting what they want out of life is because the underlying program in place is not allowing them to. You've got to go to structure your beliefs. And the first night in our leadership awakening, we do that. I actually teach you how to stand, how to breathe. We unpack our belief systems the first night because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. Notice Nick, when he joined us in segment two, he says everything's changed. The way he comes home, the relationship with his wife, the relationship with his kids. Why? Because he had to go to the core of his structural beliefs and take a look at how some of those beliefs were actually sabotaging him, were actually uh, causing him failure. We're causing him to lose connection with his wife and with his kids. And so as we unpack those belief systems and he changed those belief systems, now everything's changed. You know, I just joke with people that when I send a spouse home that that other spouse gets to cheat on that spouse with them because it's a new person. It's the same person. But when you change someone's beliefs, you change everything about them. If you don't believe me, look at what America has become. This one great, once great country, and now look at this. And it's a lot because of our beliefs. Looking forward to talking to you next week after graduating this team this weekend. You're under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. 
Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Minnesota. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 